Hi, Danny. Hi, hi, Dante. How are you? I thought we were. I thought we were talking about hum today, not muffle. Did I give you the wrong playlist? Or muzzle? Muzzle. We're not muzzle. Yeah, I did a did a playlist on your weird sexual fantasies. Sorry, <laughs> not weird, just unique. Yeah, you fucking bastard. Yeah, you fucking freak. I am doing just fine today, Dante. How are you? I already know how you are because we've been talking for a bit, but yeah, you ask it anyway. You see me uh, like shoveling this McFlurry into my mouth, so mm, pretty good. McFlurry. Yeah. I want to make sure that by the time we get to the third song on the playlist, I am just like, <laughs> just like keeled over, <laughs> just stomach cramps to no end. Yep. Yep. Just darting for that bathroom over there. Uh, it's Sharton. <laughs> darting the shart. Like a what's what's a shart. dart? Like is that like shart a, the dart? It's a dookie fart. A dart. <laughs> dart. <laughs> we have like no small talk today because we fucking talked for three and a half hours I yesterday. Know. Talked so long yesterday and like twice last week too. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we did two in a row last week. What? <laughs> You were like, have we done two in a row before? We, we did two in a row last time. Back to back we days? we did the 90s episode, and then we did the... The next fuck, one. New metal episode, like the next day. That's right. That was the uh, impromptu, hey, let's get on Zoom mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, yeah. That was different, though, because there was like next to no preparation, as I'm sure yeah. um, the audience will be able to hear. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's just different uh, when it's a bonus episode. There's not the... Yeah, the pressure or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and I'm feeling a little bit of pressure today because I gave you a band near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. near and dear to my dart. <laughs> hum, and I got to be honest, I've been a little nervous the past couple of days. Um, yeah, like listening to the playlist and going, "Oh boy, I." Uh-oh. Yeah, boy. Hold on. Okay, he's getting a phone call. I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> One hour later. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Can we fucking talk about music, bro? Okay. Okay. Fine. 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 Hum. Hum. <laughs> I think that maybe sounded okay. <laughs> yeah. We're good. Yeah. All right, let's talk about hum. So when I gave you hum, you were kind of like, mm-hmm. "Okay, I knew this day would come." Yep, yeah. the hum come. <laughs> I knew the hum day would come. The hum coming yeah. queen. <laughs> uh, this is a band you've dabbled in. You've heard tracks here and there. Never really sat mm-hmm. with an album. What was your your history with hum? My history, my humstery. If you if you will, yeah, I don't know. I've listened to hum, the humdingers, you know, a few times here and there. D- didn't really get it. Don't know what. Didn't know what all the hubbub was about, if you will, because lots of people like them. Lots of people like them a lot. That's true. They're very like those who know them, like kind of hold them mm-hmm. dear. Um, I wouldn't say there's much hubbub about them, but. But yes, yeah. there there's there's a bit of a, a cult following, I suppose. 
Yes. Um, so when you did listen to them, like, what were the circumstances? Did someone say, hey, listen to this song? Or did you just, like, you knew a bunch of people that you respected, liked, hum, so you were like, I guess I'll try? Yeah, pretty much that. Like, I knew people that I liked that liked hum and and... Uh, so I listened to uh, "You'd Prefer an Astronaut," I believe, and I don't even—I'm pretty sure I didn't listen to the whole album or anything. Yeah, um, probably a couple songs or a song, and was just like, "Huh, yeah, all right, not for me." So, give me some of your hum story. What? How'd you come across hum? So I. Much like uh, many of my like most impactful music discoveries, I came. I came to them uh, in a very embarrassing way. Sweet. So if you remember, I came across... Wait, how did I come across Alcest? Refresh my memory. I don't remember how you came across Alcest, actually. Well, what band were you talking about? Oh, well, this isn't a band I, I love, but I found Gojira because like, I was watching some YouTube channel that said it was one of the best metal albums yeah, of the decade. Yeah. For Hum... I found them because I was reading <clears throat> I was reading a list of like the top 100 like 90s alternative rock songs or something along those lines. Sure, sure. And, you know, a, a lot of the stuff that was on that playlist I was familiar with, but a lot of it I wasn't. And for whatever reason, Hum Stars with the green album cover of You'd Prefer an Astronaut. Mm-hmm. I I honestly think if it was... like So there's a, a song on this playlist called called uh, The Inuit Promise. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that song was on the playlist, if I would have clicked it. Because I didn't listen to all of these songs, just a couple. But the mm-hmm. fact that it was stars, I was like, oh, yeah, I like space things. I think like <laughs> songs about space. It's like, oh, yeah. And it 100% delivered because m- maybe you do or maybe you don't get the the sense from just these five songs, but they're a very kind of spacey, they're going to meander about their uh, atmosphere in a, in a way, yeah, in a, a speed bit. that they want to. And mm-hmm. I fucking loved that song. And so I just started listening to that album. And, and this was probably, this was back when I was in Colorado. So I'm guessing this was like six. 17 maybe 2017 Mm -hmm. 2018 probably earlier than that but um not important but yeah that's how i how i came across them just luck i mean i I very easily could have not clicked them and i still wouldn't know about them and uh it worked out well because just a couple years later they put out a their third album like 22 22 years after the second album um or actually i guess this was their fourth, but we don't talk about the first one. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's my history. And, and yet that song did not make it to the playlist. Yeah. You know, I guess I figured um, if you had heard Hum, you probably knew Stars. Was that, we don't know. I I have no idea what I listened to. I mean, I would assume whatever the first one or two songs are on that album. Go ahead and just mute your mic for the next five minutes. <laughs> um, this ring a bell? D. 
this was like a minor like college rock <clears throat> radio hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, song fucking rules. We can listen to it now if you want. Like, it's totally fine if you want to listen to it. We can listen to it. No, that's, like, a, that's, that's okay. Huh? Are you sure you don't want to listen to it? <laughs> no, it's called. They're called hum, not huh. Oh, I, I've seen huh three three times. <laughs> I don't know any of these songs. Yeah. Anyway, so that song's fucking great. It makes me sad. The like the main line is. Uh, she thinks she missed the is that and two and three and four. She thinks she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. Oh. Does that ring a bell? That does ring a bell for some reason. It's it's like I mean, and we'll get into it, but like they kind of go back and forth between like kind of weirdo sensitive guy stuff mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. like not super aggressive, but you know, uh, let's play that same thing, but now with distortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's fucking great. And like, you know, it's I probably found this mid one fifty five. Um, so I probably had space on the brain quite a bit. Sure. I I think I have a playlist on my Spotify that is uh, space themed songs. Nice. There's not that many songs on there, but it's like <laughs> it's like Blinks, Asthenia. This one, probably others. Uh, <laughs> try to remember. There's at least two songs on there. But but you know that song is Thenia, right? Uh, I probably remember more of the Blink-155 episode. It, it's the song where the, uh, the chorus is just Tom doing um, three octave chords. Back and forth, back and forth the whole time. <laughs> Isn't that most of them? What album is that on? Self Unentitled? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't listen to that album. <laughs> you, It's so fucked up to do... Oh, the other songs on that uh, playlist are all Asteroid songs. <laughs> You've got to um, have a Coheed song on there. They're that's true. You, I mean, they all take place in space. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like when you think about it, like don't like when you take place in space. Place in space man. Don't don't fucking cut me off. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> You're gonna fucking shoot you into the sun. Um yeah, what would be the like spaciest Coheed song? And uh we're probably limiting ourselves to the first three albums. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's see. Um uh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Second one where second. he talks about the fence. Because that's like in space thing uh i mean in keeping secrets yeah the title is track? that the is that yeah does he talk about the fence on that because then he goes one among the fence and then there's that silence and then it starts over yeah yeah <laughs> So glad I closed the window. Where's Danny going? Is he trying to dodge the spit flying out? So yeah, you're right. I think that takes place in space. 
Yeah. I mean, the next song he talks about someone's comlink losing frequency. You know, just mm-hmm. one of those cliche lines that rolls off the tongue. Yep. <laughs> this comlink's lost its frequency, and I think what is it? And I think this comlink's lost its frequency. This comlink's lost its frequency, and, and I, I think feel... we should be home pretty soon. Yeah, something like that. Bom bom. The fucking the way that. Uh, I swear he like wrote all the like vocal melodies, like all the lyrics and vocal melodies before he heard any of the music. Mm-hmm. But that's not possible because he writes it. So, mm-hmm. you want to go listen to Coheed? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do. Oh no. Let's go now. So yeah, space stuff, stars, not on the playlist. Maybe should have been. Um, and I don't know if you're ready to get into the playlist, but. <clears throat> yeah, we can. I feel for some reason that line sounds really familiar, and I wonder if I've heard a cover of it. Like I'm more familiar with a cover of it or something. I mean, so so sometimes when after we record and we just leave our Zoom on and you fall asleep, I just play it into the mic. Oh, right, right, right. She thinks she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. That's it. Must be it. That's probably it. Anyway, good song. You're never gonna listen to it because I can already tell you're gonna give this band a like C plus. So let's get to the playlist. And you go ahead and intro the first song. Afternoon with Delight. the Axolotis. Yeah, it's an L at the end, not an I. Axolotis. Got it. You it's say a, it. It's like when your like parent is like, okay, now you, you tell the woman thank you. <laughs> and then they, but the whole time they're just like looking up at their parent like, did I do it? <laughs> if this was an obsequy song, it would be Afternoon with the X. Why? I don't know, because it sounds medieval. Oh, I was thinking like a guitar. Or that. Yeah, all right. Afternoon with the axolotls. Do you know what an axolotl is? No, I don't. It is a bird. It's just a little fucking bird. Fucking nerds. But, oh, fucking, you got some bird nerds. <laughs> bird nerds. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, you listen to this song and you're like, holy shit, it must, like, axolotl, that must be, like, the gatekeepers between the realm of, like, our world and hell. And it's like, no, they're just, like, kind of little tiny yeah. birds. Yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. We got to cut all of this shit. It's not a bird. It's a little amphibian. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh this I'm not going to I won't say the name of it, but the next song? The, yeah, the next song oh. on the playlist. Uh, that's why I had Yeah, I was going to say there's the birds, yeah. birds up there too. My bad, you guys. God. Um but look at the pictures of these little guys. They're, yeah, they're so cute. cute. It looks like they're smiling. Also I, known as a Mexican walking fish. Oh, Hey, hey, come on. 
Don't say that. It's all right. My mom's Mexican. She was? She is. Are you a quarter Mexican? Ish, yeah. Quarter and Mexican, Spanish. Or Wait, why did I say quarter? Why did I assume your mom was half? <laughs> Yo, uh, what are you? What are you even? Dude, what are you? I usually just say I'm half Mexican and half German. You're, re- you're half Mexican. My mom's dad, my grandpa, who I've never met, is, uh, I believe, mostly Spanish. Okay. So, but I didn't know that until more recently. So, and you've I already you've already assumed. signed up for half Mexican, so you can't. <laughs> and I've already signed up for half Mexican, exactly, because my the person who I always called my grandpa growing up was Mexican, and my grandma is Mexican, and my mom, by way of those two people, would be Mexican. So you're, but she's more like half Mexican, half Spanish. Why can't you nail this down? <sighs> it's complicated, man. So you're a quarter. You're a quarter Mexican. Yeah. That's not a half. Some would even say it's half a half. <laughs> Math is just getting too hard for me now. Well, but here's the thing. There are some very cool peeper. peeper. <laughs> you mean birds? Little peepers? I wrote a song called Brunch with the Peepers. Uh, there's some cool people mm-hmm. who are a quarter Mexican. Like who? Like this guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I look white as fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what I was getting to. I was like, I was like how are you more Mexican than I am? I mean, I like I. I just have the dark hair, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my mom doesn't look Mexican at all, and neither does her. I mean, well, I guess her sister does more than. Dude, you are zero percent Mexican, and you just have no idea. I know. No, I took a DNA test, and yet you still don't know like what you are. That's how I found out of all the Spanish stuff. But you don't. But like, you just. But I'm so used to. It's like Moog and Moog. I'm so used to saying. I'm half Mexican that I just go with it. I spent all of that time getting that DNA out of you and you don't even commit the results to memory. <laughs> all of that time. It was like 10 seconds. Okay. Afternoon with the cute little smiling amphibious guys. Let's see. The old guitar part. 34 seconds reminds me of something, but I can't remember what. <laughs> Is that a good thing to talk about? <laughs> Yeah, this episode's great. This rules. Honestly, it reminds me a little bit of a Shibuti song. Yeah, yeah. And then, it's got and a then it goes. Um, which I like. I could totally see this band like having like played with Coheed in like '98 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it, it opens with that like 
dreamy space noodling. Uh-huh. This this was the song, not the only song, but the song that I was like, ooh, I wonder if I should have actually put this song instead. Um, and mm. I, for some reason, I put that fucking question mark song right at the beginning. Right at the top. So when, when this song first kicks in very softly and mellow, uh, what do you think? Was it, because I think maybe Hum is known or we've talked about Hum as like a loud, fuzzy guitar band. And that mm-hmm. doesn't happen right away. Yeah. No, I mean, it. I was into it and I was more into it when this happened. That little squeal. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I obviously didn't expect it to be, you know, heavy from start to finish on every song. Um, and here's the thing. I have two things. We're not even halfway into the first song and there's already two things. I have two things. <clears throat> well, this ought to be good. <laughs> One. Every song, I like the music a lot. Great. Let's stop there. One thing. <laughs> Let's no no reason to Dr. Seuss this up with thing two. Two. Thing two. Part A and part B. Part A. The vocal mix on this song in particular sounds bad. Part two B. The other songs, the vocal mix is better, especially the third song. I'm going to add a C to this. To C. When I listen to this band and don't pay attention, the vocal mix doesn't bother me. That is... Okay. So you, we agree that it is your fault. You, when, if you are yeah, listening, yeah. don't, don't listen to it wrong. <laughs> I truly, yeah. but no, you, you hit on a good point. Um, I, it, see, I never think about like, I guess I think about production sometimes. I certainly never really think about mixing too much. Like the bass in OK Go was the only time I was ever like, holy shit, they cranked it up for this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I really don't think about that stuff. And I let my brain continue to just blend it all together. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. and I have found, and it's not because I'm actively trying to ignore any parts of their music, but I have found that like, like that is how you're supposed to listen to hum. Like you just kind of like, you, you try like to get it's as, a hum in as, the background. Well, it's like, just, see, it's like a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you get it. It's like that beeping that happens for six weeks when your trunk is broken and exactly. it, you drive around town with it flapping in the breeze. That thing that happens to all of us. Um, but I do think it's just kind of like you're, I, I feel like you're supposed to kind of take it all in like one, like one gulp rather than like listen to all the parts like separately. Um, which is tough because there's a lot of cool, like guitar stuff that happens that you're not going to notice if you're just kind of like letting yourself like vibe out you know, mm-hmm. so I, I get what you mean. Like, here's another band where he 
he can't sing very well. Mm-hmm. But I I don't care. Yeah, and like I yeah. almost kind of think it's endearing some sometimes. Yeah. Um, the mix specifically with this song, I had not really considered though. For some reason, the first time this came up, the first time this I listened to this song, I was driving, and I was digging it. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. It's heavy, giving me some little bit of Boris. I mean, this came out when Boris was a pretty young band still, but it made me think of that. And then the vocals started. She hits the plate with both hands high. Downward, just heavenward. We are not alone. And it sounds like it was recorded at home on maybe a handheld tape recorder, possibly a a cheap four track, uh, sent to the studio and just kind of placed right on top of everything. Yeah. It sounds like they were like, he was playing the music out of a boom box Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then recording on a separate cassette in another boom box. And it was like picking it all up. Um, I hear that. It definitely sounds very like right on top. Yes. I think it doesn't bother me because he sings so like restrained, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like the words are just kind of like, uh, like just like barely getting out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, it maybe doesn't bother me as much as it could. Um, but now that you've pointed this out, I for sure like them less. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. Yeah, so that was something that jumped out to me right away. Only on this song, because you gave me one other song from this album, and I don't really have that problem with the, with that one. Hmm. His voice did take me a, a minute to get used to, because it is a little different. He's not, you know, quote-unquote, a good singer or whatever, which is fine. I've listened to plenty of bad singers. Yeah, um, 90 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many episodes have you uh, given me before already? Um it was interesting though, because yesterday specifically, I was like, all right, I better listen to this again. Threw my headphones in, was just kind of wandering around and like doing dishes and stuff like that. And I was kind of like vibing out to it. I was like, this is actually kind of good. I'm, I'm digging this. But every time I like sit and pay attention, it bothers me. Again, just for this song or for all of them? A little bit for all of them, but really specifically this song, because hmm. uh, this is the one where the the, vo- the voice really kind of gets on my nerves. And it's not yeah. until the third song that I enjoy the vocals. Well, you give them 22 years to tweak with some knobs, they're going to figure it out. <laughs> They'll figure it out eventually. I like I, I can't argue with anything you're saying, except that like it doesn't bother me. But like I acknowledge <laughs> that like, yeah, it's. Some of the stuff is kind of put together weird, but for whatever reason, I guess I just pretty quickly accepted that this is hum and like maybe this is even by design for whatever reason, because mm-hmm. n- not that they're an experimental band by any means, but they seem very content with, yeah, no, we're going to do it this way. Like, you know what I, I mean? I have a, I have a great example. Okay, is it in this song? 
It is. Great. Hold on, let me rewind a little bit more. Okay. Perfect. I'm going to rewind a little bit more. Okay. That choice right there to be playing your guitar Mm -hmm. and have to turn around real quick to push the button to shut your distortion off, which is what I assume is happening because it sounds like when I used to have to do that in my ska band before I got a pedal. Every time, every time I listen to this playlist, that makes me feel weird. Hmm. And I feel like on every, mm, most of the songs, there's one part where I'm like, that's a choice. Every choice. I get, I totally get what you mean. It's like most other bands I listen to, like they're like hum is doing a part similar Mm -hmm. to what other bands I listen to will do. But they're like, three degrees off yeah yeah and it's like is that just because like they're sort of like they're making certain choices like they're making artistic mm-hmm. choices are they sort of like idiot savants um <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah like are they just kind of like happening into these curious creative interesting but maybe depending on who's listening like a, a mixed bag of of mm-hmm. choices yeah um I, I totally get that. And for whatever reason, and I think it is way, again, we don't have the psychologist of the pod yet, <laughs> but for whatever reason I was wired because it, it didn't like, I didn't have like a learning curve with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was wired to just be like, this is part of the charm. Yeah. And that was it. We just kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wonder if, because when we do, this podcast, we are listening. We're probably listening to this music with a more critical ear because like we're looking for notes. We're looking for things to say. Exactly. Exactly. Where if you would just come across this band on your own and we're going to listen to it, I, I wonder if you would turn these same observations into quote unquote criticisms or if they would just be like, Oh, that's a hum thing. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I I just re- like remember yesterday when I was like, oh, I I say you know or you know what I mean a lot. Mm-hmm, I just fucking mm-hmm. did it because I can't God. let a moment of silence go without some affirmation that I've been heard. Pathetic, you know? pathetic Dante. I was kind of thinking about that and thinking about well, why didn't I like this when I heard it? Because it's got a lot of ingredients that I like, and it has to be the voice. That's what has to have taken me out. Yeah. When I was listening to, you know, those couple songs that I had heard a couple times here and there. Or I don't know. Or I was expecting something more emo. Oh, uh, yeah. Not 
Not quite. There's a lot of like emo people that like this band and song titles that they have and album titles and album covers specifically you mm-hmm. prefer an astronaut. Yeah. It's it's got that kind of third wave emo feel second third wave emo feel to it like it could easily that album cover could be for the promise ring. Sure. You know. I would even say spiritually some of their music is emo even if not mm-hmm. like stylistically. I'd have to agree. Yeah, especially and if you asked me to explain myself about that, um, I don't think I could. <laughs> what do you mean by Perfect. that? I don't know. It just it just feels that way. Mm, um, and you know? and I and let's. I'm just going to take a swing right now. Um, mm-hmm. You're saying the last song spiritually. Um, no. Yes, I agree <laughs> with that as well. But okay. no. Okay. The part I was thinking of is in the next to last song. Oh, it's like a specific like part of the. Okay. Yeah. So uh, after that, after the he has to reach behind and shut off his distortion. Yeah. It gets this little quiet part. And I do like that part a lot. Again, pretty much all of the music I like a, a pretty good amount, especially when it gets heavy. Because it, it's got that super heavy, fuzzy guitar that we've been talking about forever since the fucking uh, Joy Formidable episode that, you know, it's got Boris, it's got My Bloody Valentine, it's got, you know, whatever shoegaze band you want to call it. Also, I've never heard the term near gaze. Apparently, they're called near gaze sometimes. Like N- N-E-A-R? Yes. Near gaze. So they're they're staring at something that is even closer to them than their feet. <laughs> yeah, like they're staring at their guitar. <laughs> Maybe. Huh. But anyway, I like this bass part. I like that little walking up bass line. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, I wouldn't call it so good, but it's pretty good. I think, well, I'm trying to remember now if you already played this part, because I, I put a timestamp but didn't write. Um, that My note for it was, is this a bridge? <laughs> so let's see if this is a bridge. Okay. Is slow gaze a thing? <laughs> I mean, shoe gaze is pretty slow usually. I guess that's true. N- not exactly, but like they, in a few of their songs, they have like little guitar parts like that that are sort of noodly, mostly clean that I think mm-hmm. are kind of emo adjacent. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. 
so I, I guess my note was, uh, is that a bridge? And I, I guess you got to say, yeah. So sure. I guess we got that solved. It's, it's good. I really, I really fucking like that part. It's very pretty. I like that little simple little noodle thing. And then, Oh, Jesus sorry. Christ. You could see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. When they, they get, it gives you that little squeal, right? When it gets heavy. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about the the band. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the band I put around. Like, uh huh, uh huh. Okay. Um, uh um, uh One of those little ones that they use for braces. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> oh my god. Hey, I'm right, one more time code for this one. Okay. end of the song and i think that that riff kind of takes it through the very end it i don't think it's a key change but it goes up to a higher chord that they haven't used in the rest of the song and it's i'm gonna say it so good so good so good um yeah it's really great the this song had they recorded the vocals well is really fucking good and also gotten a, maybe a distortion pedal or just a foot switch or something. <laughs> it was only their third album, man. They don't have the money yet. You don't get That's distortion true. pedal money till like album five. <laughs> That's true. Go ahead and intro this next tune for us, Danny. You don't have anything fun for it? I'm going to get a- Why I Like Robins. What do you got to say about this song, Dante? How'd you like it? Who cares? Hey, it turns out I like this song quite a bit. <laughs> I don't have very many notes on this song. Okay. Uh, I like parts of it, but as a whole. Okay, next song. I, song it's kind three. Of my least favorite. <laughs> really? But the vocal mix is better. Hmm. Hmm. Least favorite. It is kind of. The verses are kind of weird, like both musically and lyrically. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some like guitar stuff in here that I thought you would like. This is this is sort of an album 
track i mean it's hum like they're they're all album tracks yeah you know like as opposed from their like supernova mega hits (laughs) um remember when hum played the halftime show at the super bowl oh i do um but like this is a song that's definitely sort of embraced by like the hum fans at large like i do think Mm -hmm. this is kind of a a fan favorite the hum Um, unity yeah yeah man the hum unity (laughs) Well, okay. I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple timestamps for us then. All right. I've got one in particular. Okay. What what's your, what time is your timestamp? Mine is one oh. Uh, I've got it at one oh four. Interesting. That's literally right before mine. So why don't you go ahead and play yours? You like the squeal. I, I do love the squeal. I love the squeal in the background. I, I do like the guitar part on top of that as well, though. It's funny. I was thinking about this earlier today because I was kind of like, Danny likes guitar parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if he likes them just like, you know, void of song even. <laughs> I'm like, why does Danny even listen to music? Why doesn't he just watch like guitar videos on YouTube all the time? Like that's what he wants. Yeah. Uh, like you watched that video of like how to do the Gojira like. Yeah. yeah. For two hours straight. I just watched that. Danny, come to bed. Not yet. <laughs> Boom. Boom. So literally right when you were where you cut off that snippet is where my snippet picks up. Oh, well snip it, it me. Okay, well I will if that prevents another Lhasa. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is at like 118. I like your raindrop collector. Splashed in my eyes and makes everything else look like you. What the fuck is he singing about? <laughs> There's some He's... lines in these songs that will stick with me for so long. I have no idea what they mean. Mm-hmm. And it's both weird and kind of great because I don't have to, like Spanish love songs, there was no real like, oh, what does he mean when he's saying he should stop being a piece of shit? Like, <laughs> like but I like your raindrop collector. <laughs> the fuck is a raindrop collector like that's not this common thing it's, it's your tongue maybe maybe it's a glass maybe it's a bucket maybe it's a, a hat turned upside down um to me like i think of like stuff that's like i think of like kids doing science experiments mm-hmm, like because mm-hmm. they're they're a band with like some like sciency yeah 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 uh, like aesthetic almost or re- like not references necessarily but it's like but I don't think, but like the way this song is, I kind of make, like, I think of like two like 11 year olds just kind of like somewhere in a field, like plain scientist. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No idea what the song's about, though. Could be way off. Don't care. Um, he, he sounds like, he sounds like a, a, a bored museum tour guide. This <laughs> is like, I like this raindrop collector. Uh, like this. 
I would go on that. I would go on that tour. Yeah. Um, all, all of that to say, though, I I like that. I like these kind of like weird lines that make me go, "What? What is it? Wait, huh? What? Okay." But like that happens a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, but only thirty seconds later. Danny's got to like those scratchy guitars. I do. I do like the guitars. Like I said, there are there are plenty of parts in this song that I like. Um, that sounds like one of them. <laughs> that certainly could be one of them. <laughs> um, this is this is a song that I think. This is one of the songs your emo friends who like hum. It's songs like these. Mm-hmm. This is like the the vocals, the weird kind of esoteric lyrics. The it's like quiet, loud, but not like like full Pixies mode. Yeah, but there are some of those dynamics. Throwback to early days of the pot. Ooh. Been a while. It's been a little Haven't bit. Said that in a while. Yeah. Oh, we got to erase the chalkboard. Uh, it's been zero <laughs> days since we've said dynamics. <laughs> but yeah, because it it sounds sensitive. He definitely. He doesn't sound aggro in in any way, and it's just yeah, kind yeah. of like. And so I think his and also I mean, did you did you Google them at all? Like, have you seen pictures? I watched some videos. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he definitely looks like a board museum tour guide as well. Totally. Except yeah. like the the slacker museum guy, where it's like, uh, it's like Matt, you got to stop just wearing like the big cargo pants. Like, we give <laughs> yeah. you we give you a uniform. <laughs> All right, well, the last part I'll play for this song is at 3.40. There's still like a minute 20 left in this song, but it, this is kind of the beginning of the of the outro, sort of. That kind of like ascending guitar line, like the mm-hmm. lead, I guess, in that part where it's like, down, 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 bonk, bonk, and like he does that a few times, like, mm-hmm. and I, I did write B O N K B O N K in my notes, <laughs> bonk, bonk. Um, I just know music. <laughs> I don't know that they do anything guitar wise that, like, on a technical level, makes me like go like, whoa, like I didn't know they could do that. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about how a lot of their choices, whether production-wise or songwriting-wise, are weird, or uh, you just don't understand it, mm-hmm. they make some like choices with like riffs or there's a cat on the roof across the street. 
Whoa. It's not Ben, is it? (laughs) Ben! (laughs) No, this is a uh, predominantly white white fellow with some some darker touches. What a guy. Oh, he's at and he's off the roof. Well, see you later. I can still see. (laughs) Nope, he's back on the roof. (laughs) (laughs) And he just went over to the. Okay. Uh, Okay. And he is now on a an awning of sorts. Mm-hmm. Guys, we we have eyes on the cat. <laughs> Am I clear to take the shot? Maybe he's after a robin. <sighs> this cat likes robins too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we will Here's keep. Why? <laughs> oh no, no, the the cat was taken out, but left behind a hundred and forty page manifesto on why they like <laughs> robins. <laughs> okay wow um what excitement here in the five songs or less studio <laughs> S- studio east yeah um oh it's back <laughs> man dante dante hey hey buddy buddy right here dante over here hey danny here. danny <laughs> i hear you Uh, focus, bud. Focus. <laughs> so anyway, um, all I was trying to get at was, yeah, they're like, well, I don't know if they're a bunch of weirdos. There's certainly one weirdo, and I mean that in the absolute most loving way. <laughs> like, j- honestly, I just think uh, Matt, I don't know if it's Talbot or Talbot. It's it's T-A-L-B-O-T. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's just a, a creative dude who... Like, even though I'm talking about guitar, marches to the beat of his own drum and is like, yeah, this might be a little bit off for whatever he, you are used to or you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah he marches to the beat of his own strummer. Danny is certainly, uh, he's currently experiencing a bout of like Bell's palsy <laughs> just in his brow. Um, there's a lot of twitching going on that I, I believe will be followed by a prolonged period of paralysis. <laughs> We can only hope. Drummer, strummer, hummer. Matt, tell hum. Hum. <laughs> it's the strum drum hum. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> the five songs are less guarantee. The hum drum strum dum. <laughs> God help us all. I'm just saying, they write some like interesting guitar parts that I want to go back and listen to more, even though it's like all stuff, for the most part, I could do. I just don't think of it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think there's something to be said for that, because uh, there's there's plenty of like weirdos like us sitting in our bedrooms, like just dicking around on guitar. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing something that's like, yes, there's elements of shoegaze, and like space rock or alternative rock, I even think they might be to blame for some like early like new metal stuff. If you think about like everything's in drop D and there's a mm-hmm. lot of just like kind of like chugga chugga parts. Now, uh, I'm not throwing them into that genre, of course, but um, they have elements of all of that. But Matt and Hum, I think, are very much like a a pretty distinct band, mm-hmm. um, which I dig. <sighs> Okay, so I took seven minutes to say I like a 12-second guitar line. (laughs) 
And then the last thing about this song, and um, again, it, a, a simple thing that even the lowly likes of me could probably handle, but let's see if I got this right. This is the, the drum fade out. cool it was cool yeah man ghost note city on that drum outro is that a good band name all right danny dante i'm uh wait are we moving on to the next song i think so okay dante i'm a i'm disappointed that this song is not in reference to star wars the next song is called cloud city The song is called Cloud City, and let me tell you uh, how uh, relieved I was, sort of, when I learned that Cloud City is a Star Wars location? Yeah. City? It's a city in the... It's a city in the clouds. In the... In on the, Bespin. The country of Star Wars? In, the, in Star Wars country, yes. Star Wars country. That sounds like that could be a thing. I would fucking watch Star yeah, Wars country. Yeah. Um, because I did not know that. I did not know Cloud City was a Star Wars thing until after I already put this song on the playlist. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, thank God. Because if I, I know if I didn't put this song on the playlist, like we would, we're almost two hours in, you would still be, you would be crying harder than Lhasa <laughs> right now. Remember that one time there was like there was a an L ten eleven song that referenced uh, the f- Ian McKay, Ian McKay, yes. Sorry, Ian McKay. <laughs> and you were like, I can't believe you didn't put this on here. I was like, so yeah, crisis averted here, man. Um, but wait, so how do you know that this has to do with Star Wars? What? How else? Why else would they call something Cloud City? I don't know. I looked at the lyrics and it didn't have anything to do with Star Wars. No, just because you don't get it. <laughs> it's true it's true what what movie is movie parenthesis s is cloud city in uh empire strikes back remember when they go up to cloud city and um they see they meet up with lando and lando tricks them and darth vader's there and that's where you see boba fett and they put uh han solo into carbonite and um <laughs> Uh, the, you get the iconic line of uh, Leia saying, I love you. And, and Han says, I know. And um, <laughs> it's really an iconic uh, scene, Dante. I can't. It's Ian. Oh, right. 
Ian Connick. It's an Ianic. <laughs> uh, P- fans of Fugazi were the, in the Ianic scene. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Boy, I really do deserve to be hanged for that. Um, okay, so it was in the second one. Mm-hmm. That one starts with uh, the the Tauntaun. Yes, with Tauntaun they're camping. On, they're on Hoth. Yes, and they're. He was on a Tauntaun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, he a rides tauntaun. a Tauntaun on on Hoth. Oh, is that like? Hoth. Is that like? Oh, with great haste. Like, is that another way to say that? Uh huh. Uh huh. How how long do you think we could do this? Where you you talk about Star Wars and I just like undermine it by like one degree off? <laughs> we could probably do that for a while. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Wampa. Bop it. This is just word association now. Uh, more like nerd association. Oh, oh, speaking of nerds, hum. <laughs> yeah, we got you fuckers. Uh, I also a huge fan. Love it so much. God damn it. I appreciate your music so, 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 so much. But you fucking nerds. Speaking of nerds, people are having a hard time figuring out what time signature this song is in. But it's really fun to play on drums, kind of like this weird offbeat where like the beats go in between the notes. Fucking Dorcases! <laughs> I, I do really like that it's in kind of a, goes in between different time signatures. It's pretty cool. I, I like that. Also, the vocal mix on this song is really good, and they should have been doing that from the, from the start. They should have known how to record from the fucking beginning. Yeah, man, the this you you just might like this album actually. So this is off yeah. Inlet, which came out uh, in twenty twenty. Um, this album is so good, and it might so be so good. Um, <laughs> it might be their front to back heaviest album. Ooh, though you wouldn't necessarily know that from this song. Mm-hmm. This man, this is a really tough playlist to put together because it's like, oh, I want to put a heavy song on. Oh, but this has this like weird like thing that I Danny just needs to hear and need to hear. I feel like I made a playlist for a hum fan Mm -hmm. instead of for you mean a humdinger. That's what hum fans are called, right? Yeah, (laughs) really made this playlist for a humdinger. (laughs) Woo wee! This playlist is one humdinger. Um, this is going to be a 19 minute episode, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think I made this for like the, for the hum fan in your life instead yeah. of for so like yourself. Yeah, I maybe <laughs> it was tough though. Like they only have like three albums that you would consider putting like pulling songs from. Mm-hmm. Sorry. They only have three albums from which you would pull songs. And even still, it was like, I can only do five. It was, I don't know why it was so, so tough, but um, this song I thought was maybe one of the most accessible off this album. Yeah. I, I, I find that basically the guitar melody that's throughout almost the entire song, um, mm-hmm. it's so, so simple, but like, so like I will walk around all day with that in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not quite bonks. It's more like bongs. Okay. So they did. Maybe that's the time signature thing you were talking about. Yeah. Um, it's and the bong then time signature. And then the, 
I I would not know, but I I can only imagine that hum would be like fantastic if you're high. Like oh if, yeah yeah if you're just probably. like just a little more like mellowed and spaced out, mm-hmm. oof, and you're not worried about like who did or did not eat their fucking pizza. <laughs> you can just put that on the back burner. I yeah. I heard you from out there. I know it's a waste of food, but <laughs> I don't want to deal with it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, you poor guy. <laughs> ben always eats his food. So good boy, Ben. Just a better parent, I guess. Yeah, probably. I don't have any timestamps for this song. I will run down my notes and trust you have maybe a couple timestamps. Uh, um, I do. Okay. Yep, that guitar line, the offbeat drums, um, the vocals are kind of spacey. I think the vocals are a little more affected than mm-hmm. they might not have been affected at all in, in the previous albums. Yeah, at, at least I mean, in the songs that I gave you. Um, I don't even hear any reverb on it. Yeah, but yeah, this um, one's just just dripping with ooh. reverb and it's so good. All those just sopping wet. Um, this album's like a whole mood. It's a mood. The chorus. I, are you going to play anything from the chorus? I don't know. Well, could you ask somebody? <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, Matt, are there? Did I write down any chorus parts? Well, you know, I haven't uh, actually listened to this album. I only listened to things from the '90s uh, when they were on 120 minutes. I think they were probably on 120 minutes. I really enjoyed the the video. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Hey, Dante. Hey, hey Matt. I, I'm, I'm glad you're here, to be honest. When I heard Danny say Matt, I thought he was talking to Matt Talbot of Hum. Uh, but I, I'm glad you're back. It was, it was nice having you here a couple weeks ago or possibly a couple weeks in the future. It is really hard to say. <laughs> Who if knows? This is, is this your introduction to the... Uh, Five SOL audience remains to be seen. Potentially. Uh, We have, there are, I think, two special episodes before I make my first appearance. Matt Pitfield, everybody. All right. Um, This is Matt from Hum. Let's talk time signatures. It's not. I'm sorry. Matt, that is not how you talk. Should should we do a little watch together right now? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny is going to set up a watch together room while we um, both enjoy hum on 120 minutes. Um, as uh, somewhat famous, famous for anyone who's Googled hum before, um, they are in funny costumes during this interview and if i remember right matt pinfield like barely acknowledges it (laughs) not sure if he gets it not sure if he is upset but my guess is hum did not tell anybody they were doing this Ooh, stars live on 120 minutes god that song is so good we we probably should watch that okay we're gonna start with hum matt talbot hold on i haven't i'm not in yet Okay, I'm going to actually let's talk a little bit more about Cloud City and then we'll do the video. Okay, okay. This world has flies, strong and luscious ones, movement satisfied. 
sequel mix is so much better. So, so, so much better. 113 is my first timestamp here. Let's check it out. I love those like sliding chords. Sounds like a like an engine revving or something. Yeah, that part Vroom. is so, so good. Um, so good. So good. Yeah, I love how heavy it is, and almost I mean almost barely audible. But the lead that's behind that is just so hard to hear. But really, I mean, it's not really a lead. It's kind of like a picking sort of lead or whatever. But I I really like that and. They bring that part back. Without the little lead behind it or whatever, and it's just heavy and it gets faster and faster and faster. And this is, I mean, this is probably my favorite song. This one is really good. I will probably be checking out this album. I I have a feeling you will like this album. Um, starts off really heavy. There's all the songs are pretty long, like seven plus minutes, but there's mm-hmm. only eight of them, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a really also, do yourself a favor and read some of the more prominent reviews on this album. Because this was an mm-hmm. album, not like if they had announced that they were releasing this album, people would be like, oh shit, everybody steal yourself because Hum is about to release an album. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't going to create that type of, you know, uh, anticipation. But, like, just unannounced, they just dropped this album. Mm-hmm. And the reviews were like, holy fuck. Hum still got it. They just like, it was really cool to like, because I had already, I had luckily liked Hum for a couple years before this. So like, I wasn't discovering them uh, concurrently with this new album. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to like, see people write like, yeah, they just showed up like 20 years later, proved they can still do it better than most. And like, <laughs> with like, without a peep, you know what I mean? They yeah, just like, yeah, here, yeah. enjoy this. Like, yep. Um, yeah, there, there's some really good pieces written about Inlet and cool. I, I like the album cover too. It's just like, it's some like landscape. It's, pr- it's probably mm-hmm. like, it's the obsequy castle. And then they were just like, yeah, yeah. Let, let's look over here. What's over here. Oh, let's take a picture of that too. Yeah. And then just saturate it in purple. Just, yeah. Just make it purple. It's a very fitting album cover. I feel like it, it fits better than, um, the cover for, the astronaut one with the zebra. You'd prefer an astronaut. You'd prefer an astronaut. Yeah. I do like, I kind of like it that, that I don't know, for some reason, because it's like so simple and clean, like it's, mm-hmm. this is too grandiose of a term, but it's kind of iconic mm-hmm. to me, I think. <laughs> no, I, I kind of agree. Um, isn't it, I'm trying to remember, is it a reference to another album cover or is there an album cover that is a reference to it? Um, I don't know. 
but one you know. of those things is uh, true, or at least I believe it is true. Okay. <laughs> it's certainly something I am led to believe by myself. Yeah. So, you know. So it's a fact. And then the Downward is Heavenward album cover is just like, again, like they take a picture of like, I think it's like a close-up of like flowers or something yeah, some like kind that. Of plant. Some kind of plant. And it's just like, well, let's make it a bunch of weird colors. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. I like it. I like that shit. I miss uh, 90s weirdness. Speaking of 90s weirdness. No, God damn it. Did I summon you? How do you do? You're like the candy man. I'd like to welcome everyone to a very special portion of this episode of Five Songs or Less. We're going to watch a little bit of footage of Hum from 120 Minutes with me, your host, Matt Pinfield. I almost forgot my name for a second. The 90s were hard on you, man. Oh, you beautiful Dorcases. <laughs> Welcome back to 120 Minutes. I'm Matt Pinfield here with Matt and Tim from home. That's from the last time you came in and performed here at the old studio. Yes. It's good to see you guys again. Now, um, it's great to be back. Yeah, let's talk about now. Your fourth album is out now. And uh, let's talk about the fact that... You the reason I didn't uh, acknowledge and, uh, the costumes song. that they were um, wearing is... I hear it's because you do everything pretty democratic. As discussed on the 90s episode that may or may not be out yeah. at this point... Takes us, a, takes us a while to find our common ground. It was completely fucked on blow, so I just <laughs> thought that that's, that's what was happening. And so I didn't acknowledge it. Would you say, is it a situation where does everybody kind of... Have that it was me. Tabitha Soren. We've done it for so long that everybody's learned to be really blunt. And, and uh, Jamie Kennedy. If someone has a problem with the piece of music, you just have to. Why, why was Jamie doing lines? I don't. You can't, you can't be <laughs> wait, who was the who was the guy that you talked about last time? Right, and at that point, everybody because you've been friends. Jesse. Jesse. Jesse Pinfield. <laughs> no, okay. Hey, uh, Matt Pinfield, I, I do want to listen to some of this interview, but um, why did they make you sit on a surface uh, so far up that your legs couldn't reach the ground? <laughs> Seems fucked up. It was. Uh, that's why I ended up quitting. I'm Matt Pinfield. I'm here with Matt and Tim from Hum. Now, uh, the new record you worked with a guy named Matt, I'm sorry, Mark Rubel is his name and uh tell me a bit about your relationship with him he's from champagne as well yeah he's uh he's a, a local guy from champagne who records a lot of uh, local music um in in illinois and he teaches at uh he teaches a class called studio recording at a, a local college there and i took that class so i got to this might answer the question about your uh, uh the vocals danny works and stuff, so. <laughs> if he finally it's learned how to those, record uh, things situations we've well no but so this is there, they're talking about the album that now you don't like the better. vocal mix on? No, not oh, the better. Oh, oh, oh. Because they just took like a community college professor. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of um, helpful and kind of frustrating too at the same time. Just because you get, you get so used I to forgot they were from Champagne or they went to school in Champagne or whatever. That's where such a cool guy that is pretty easy. Members of Braid went to school there. We had a good time with them just kind of inviting them in as like a kind of a fifth guy on the team for a while. I wonder if they went to the same school. That's great. Now, you also do a lot of production. Uh, of local bands too, and with this the other I do a little bit. I'm kind of new to it, but uh, but I just had always thought that um, recording music was voodoo, and I would never learn it. And then I was finally like, after making enough records, I was like, kind of want to get more control of it and kind of just learn about it. So, um, just bought a little bit of gear, and I record 
you know, local bands and help them do demos, or I've recorded a couple seven inches and stuff for some local bands, so. That's cool, because it can be so expensive to record when you're starting out, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. It's cool you're putting something back into the musical community there. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, there's lots of people that have done so many favors for us, and it's just kind of the same thing, so it's nice to give a little back. I think that's back. great. We'll what back, nice we'll boys. In just a bit. Until then, check out the top 10 singles around America this week. Oh, what top singles were around America? I think there might be some reverb on that track. Yeah. Little of the pod right there. I don't really like that song, though. 20 minutes. I'm here with half of Hum, Matt and Tim. Now, uh, you got your own independent label called Martians Go Home, which I think is very cool. And you actually re-released Electric 2000, one of your earlier albums, the one that Brad Wood produced. He's worked with Veruca Salt, another local guy from the Chicago Champaign area. Um, Was that one of the situations where, because you were a lover of Does Matt Penfield, like, have to piss or something? He keeps, like, doing that little kid thing where he puts his, like, hand, like, on his crotch, like, uh... Own your own music, which a lot of bands don't get to do. And we had had it out for three or so years on uh, 12-inch records, Poster Children's label and Cargo, and our time with them came up and all the CDs were sold out, and we just kind of asked them if we could have our record back and that we, we wanted to put it out our, ourselves. And then uh, there's a good distributor in town, Parasol Distribution, so they uh, it's pretty easy. We just press up CDs, walk them over there, and like throw them in their attic and say, sell these for us. And That's so cool. it's all set up, so it's not really anything that takes a lot of our time. Do you have any other people on the label too? Like, do you do other bands? No, nah, we don't really have any ambitions to like run out like a real record label or, or do other bands. Cause I don't think any of us are like dedicated enough to that to do a good job with it. So we just do our own stuff, and, and it's, it's just a, a way to get, you know, if we want to do singles or whatever, and RCA is really cool about just letting us kind of do our own thing there. We yeah. do put our vinyl out on, on there, too. Yeah, and that's cool. It's a good cooperative thing between the two, you know? Yeah. And that way it's, it's fun. Yeah, and anyway, you're serving a, whole, a lot of people that are into vinyl, too, and just like yeah. go from that level. And right now we have a 120 minutes debut from an Atlanta-based band. They're called Cool for August. It's from the album Grand World. Cool for Cold August. August. All right, have, are you good? I'm good. Okay. Already seven. That was a great interview uh, that I did with with Hum back in the day. Yes, I did have to pee. Oh, asked and answered. But uh, I'm going to let you guys get back to it with the next song. Okay. Hey, the, Matt. Matt yo, Pinfield, do, do you hey. want to do you want to introduce our next song? That'd be really cool to have a MTV legend like yourself introduce a song on our you know humble little podcast. Sure, sure. I'll do my best with this. Uh, next song. It's called The Inuit Promise. I took a worn out strand of your cellophane Danny, Danny, is that cool? Is it cool that Matt Pinfield just said Inuit? How do we feel about that? I mean, you said it earlier, so. No, I was being British. I was like, hmm, I guess that's a promise, in it. <laughs> hmm. Mm. Guess that's guess that's that's different. Not quite the same now, in it. Yep, that's right. So we're back to the album, Downward is Heavenward. Uh, 
same as the opening track on this playlist that you did not like the vocals. Um, how did you feel about the vocals on this song? Definitely wasn't as big of a deal on this song. Didn't sound like that it was uh, recorded onto a you know handheld recorder or whatever. Sounds like they, I don't know if they just put them one layer lower or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. What are one, you doing? <laughs> just fucking, I got Matt Penfield on my mind. Just boop, 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 hitting buttons. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like random, you're just like pulling like magicians, like handkerchiefs out of your sleeve. Yeah, and I don't know, like the vocals sound pretty good, juggling some shit. Okay, you want to hear a timestamp? I, uh, sure. What, no, I don't want to hear the music. I want to hear the timestamp. <laughs> what is it? Give it to us. We all want to hear the numbers. 30. Seconds. My brain stops working from the cold. I sort of stray from what we know. We were talking about choices earlier. Yes. You're anti, if I remember right. <laughs> I'm going to tread real lightly for where you want to take that. <laughs> I want to take it to... Um, freedom and you know autonomy for all over their own bodies that's where i want to take it i'm i'm happy with the choices i'm happy that they're free to make their choices hum um however i prefer a little less random shredding wow are you just talking about the like no that part that part's totally fine okay it's correct a little bit later it goes that's that's not what it does but i know the part you're talking about and it's good that part is good i'm gonna it's like i'm gonna have to respectfully disagree it's it's just a little flourish to like finish that phrase and get back into the the vocals right like doesn't he like start singing right after that he does he does yeah you just don't get songwriting i just i just don't get it I just don't get it. Um, interesting because their songs never sound busy to me. I never mm. feel like there's too much going on, even when they're really full sounding. And a lot of the times I almost want the lead guitar parts to be a little more in the forefront of the mix. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're kind of buried. We have a visitor. I hear. What up? Hi, doggy. Ruff. He's back. Oh, that was nice of him. What I was going to say before we were so cutely interrupted by your children was there's some parts, there's some leads that like, I feel like you do, I'm kind of going back on what I said earlier, but like you really do have to like hear, like listen out for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, once you kind of like know when they come in, you can do that thing your brain does where it just like fills it in or like it plays it louder in your brain, even though objectively (laughs) it's like not that loud, but like, it's the part you're like listening to or whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've only had rice cakes and French fries and ice cream today. And I don't think it's helping my (laughs) cognitive skills. Um, but so, yeah, so I guess I'm kind of surprised that you're like, Oh, like too much shredding because like, it's so mild to me. It just seems to come out of out of left field. 
And I think the f- the first time it happens, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then by like the fifth time, I'm like, okay, this is, I don't like it. Okay. You know what I do okay. like though? Tell me. This part. So good. So good. Thank you. So 90s. So 90s. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, gives me some, give me, gives me some pumpkins, gives me a little Stone Temple Pilots feelings there. There are so many things that I like about this and multiple things that I don't. Yeah. It you just kind of holds you back from being able to like, yeah. fully dive in. Um, it, it's, it's funny. Like, so that part that you just played mm-hmm. the, the lead part at the end of those bars yeah. or whatever, yeah. if they amped that up a little bit, mm-hmm. I would be okay with that. Yeah. Like the, like honestly, that part was one of the main reasons I picked this song. Cause this is a song that I don't know that gets much love in the community. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I was like, Oh, I feel like this is like a Danny part. But this was this was me going off memory, and then I listened to it, and I was like, "Oh, it's like kind of, it's kind of like muddled in just yeah, like yeah. the rest of the mix." Um, but I'm I'm glad it still had the desired effect, and it it still worked for you. Yeah, for sure. This is a very, very good guitar part. Um, I would like um, to play. Oh, please! My do. turn. My turn. Danny. God. Danny. God. Dante's not playing his timestamps. <laughs> Play it. Um, so we're going to play what we all listen to hum for. The lyrics. Glad we got your hands warm so my arms can feel I trust again. I can promise true waves when the summer comes. The world still fits the same form we engraved when it all began. I mean, partially the lyrics, I do like the whole, like, um, what is it? Now I can't even fucking remember. Wasa! Um, so your arms can feel, what is it? So your arms can feel like trust again? Whatever that line yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Doesn't matter. It's weird. It kind of seems like he got a couple of the words wrong because it doesn't totally make sense. <laughs> but um, I like it. And then it leads into that part you just played where it gets mm-hmm. harder. Like, and it, again, dynamics. Dynamics. Yeah, I, it, we went out of order with uh, those two parts. We went out of sequence there, but I I think those, and then I put, yeah, the next part, 155, comes out of that part with a cool chug and pull off guitar line. Yeah. The old chug and pull off. (laughs) That's, that was basically my lifestyle in my drinking days. So what's your next timestamp? Glad we got your hands warm so my arms can feel like trust again. I can promise true waves when the summer comes. The world's 
This is the exact part I just played. No, because it's later in the song. Pause it. Pause it. One thirty. Okay, yeah. The part that you played the guitar is loud. The part that I played the guitar is quiet. Okay. Okay. Fucker. Hey! I actually like his voice there, though. It's It's got a little bit of, like, boy like next he's trying door. to sing. Well, I don't want to think about that. I don't like that. <laughs> but no, the, the part you played also rocks. Just more quiet, quietly quiet, than the... Quiet rock. Yeah. I, we're now just, like, fucking tag-teaming playing parts of the song. Uh, here is 348. Uh, let's see. Did I have any notes? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, this is... So, what was the line I said from the the other song that, like, just, like, gets kind of, like, stuck in my head? It's, like, a weird line. Um, well, I did not write it. Oh, the Raindrop Collector line. Oh, right, right, right. So, this is another one of those lines for me. So just that we lost the road now, injecting charms, doesn't make any goddamn sense. Mm-hmm. Love the dichotomy of like this like big like crescendo triumphant singing, and then the background vocals is just like <laughs> it's just like it's just mumbling. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so good. I love that part so much. I don't. When he says come down and see, I feel like he's only maybe like 86% hitting the note. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. He's only 86% hitting the note, and I'm 100% loving it. Oh, yeah. Chug and pull off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you played my next two timestamps. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. It's totally fine. I love that whole section that you played. Except, uh oh. <laughs> Except for the weird guitar sounds that are happening in the background a little bit. Literally, my last note of this song is I love how weird they are. <laughs> huh. Like during that part I just played. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Gonna scrub it back.
So are you talking about the parts that are kind of going like, meh, 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 like, yeah, just like those the little random, like, you weren't you weren't looking at me, but I was doing yeah. like a. I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know hit the guitar here and then I'm oh. gonna do this and then I'll do this again. Okay, okay. I'm gonna turn the delay on. Bing. Oh, that that guitar part was very uh, angular. Yeah, angular. I mean everything about that, and it doesn't. It I don't not like it enough to where I'm like I can't listen to this because it's really fucking great. And when he gets to the come down and see part, I do want to come down and see. Well, good. Yeah, like maybe once we both get vaccinated and we can go check them out. Okay. I w- there's very few bands I would give a shit about to see live. Mm-hmm. Like I have very little interest in concerts whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I would for sure go see Hum. Mm-hmm. It would. I just feel like it would be loud, and there'd yeah. be just a bunch of like, you know how we were talking during the Spanish love songs episode about like, mm-hmm. I am getting such social anxiety from all these like, these cool comrades hanging yeah. out together. A fucking sea of Matt Talbots. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, fucking uh, spazzes unite. <laughs> It'd be great. Yep. Just a yep. uh, fucking like a sea of uh, khaki on off-white on tan. <laughs> like Wire-rimmed glasses. Yeah. Oh, just As far as the but- eye can see. Elbows, so many elbows, <laughs> just the elbowiest crowd. <laughs> oh yeah. god, yeah. The end of that is really good. I could, I couldn't figure it out, but the come down and see part, the way he sings it, reminds me of something else, and I could not remember what it was for the life of me. But someday I'll remember, and maybe I'll remember to say it on on mic. Okay, sweet. You're going to say it on the grave of my old cat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Mike Galley. He's dead? Where's the beef? <laughs> I had no idea you were so good at impressions. This is fucking <laughs> blowing my mind. That's a pretty good galley. I've got anybody named Mike. I've got, you know. Oh, wait. That's not Matt. That's Matt Benfield. Not Mike Benfield. Um. Uh, so do you do mats? You're good at mats. I'm good at mats. Okay. I've got Matt Penfield. Hey, I'm Matt Penfield. Matt Talbot. Oh, uh, hey, I'm Matt Talbot. Okay, I feel like one's better than the other. <laughs> um, hit me with some Damon. Ooh, ooh. He, he's got a bit of like kind of a dainty voice a little bit like this. When I watched the video of him talking about his friend that died, it was a lot. It was kind of like this. Who died? D- fucking the girl from Return. Are you talking about Kulosh? We were talking about Matt's. Because oh. <laughs> I thought you said Damien. Damien Kulosh. We had literally just established that you do impressions of men named Matt. I gave what I think might be the most, <laughs> like, easily, like, top five most famous Matt currently. And you went to the lead singer of OK Go, whose name okay, is okay. Damien Kulash. Shut the fuck up. Shut. 
It was good, though. It was great. I, you know what? It was probably a passable Damon. He kind of has uh, he, a, not a dainty voice, but um, yeah, it was good. It was great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of Matt Damon. Uh, <clears throat> How do you like them apples? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, listeners, uh, I know what you're thinking about everything Danny just said, and uh, I promise I hate it too. So do I. Uh, oh, hey. So we already blew past it, but what what song did you get emo vibes from? Because you said it wasn't necessarily oh, the that, last song. The um, Come Down and See part gives me okay. some okay. Sure. emo vibes. So the, the guitar on the intro of this song, if this were a different band, that would easily fit in like some mid to late 90s mom level alt rock <laughs> uh, give me an example like matchbox uh, 20 matchbox 20 it, uh, like just or third eye blind uh i'm gonna play it again hold on that's right? a high compliment and you know it It's it's just got something about it just makes me think of like Mm -hmm. some 100.5 The Zone song that would be like. um, (laughs) Well, he's really pounding off. Edwin McCain. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. Canadian? Probably. He do She So's, she, She's So High? Is that Edwin McKay? McCain? Uh, no, but that uh, could work. Um, it's, Edwin, oh, fuck, come on. Come on. Come on, don't you piece of shit, you stupid fucking piece of shit. Dad was right, you don't even know Edwin Now be uh, your crying shoulder. Now be she's so high. Yeah, high it sounds like me. it could be that. But the different, there's a couple different. I I see what you're saying. He's playing something else. Do da do do da do do da. She's so high. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My lord, and I have to fucking leave the house and go to school after this. This is unreal. <laughs> hey, um, we're almost done. Sure. <laughs> um, I, I hear what you're saying. It's clean, but it's also it sounds it sounds pretty minor to me. And 
the like the production of the Edwin McCain song right off the bat was like bright and poppy and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's so and then we haven't gotten to the vocals but then the vocals come in and they're like yeah it's just like everything's like very subdued mm-hmm. I I I like the vocals on this it reminded me of some very specific songs on the Me Without You album Brother Sister um, and I could definitely see, no, not that kind of brother, sister, <laughs> not your oh, kind of brother, sister. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have um, a real, uh, brother, sister thing going on. If you know what I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? What do you think that means? <laughs> um, and, but yeah, I mean, I could see hum being a, a real, a um, influence. A riddle? Um, me without you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Can you see yourself playing any other timestamps? Me without you, hashtag vibes. Okay, so I know nothing about that band. You need to give them to me sooner than later. Okay, I will. Okay. Can it be at the end of this episode? Um, I mean, that's not really the way this podcast works. but I know, but it would make things a lot easier on me. If you're out of bands to give me... I have I have one locked and loaded. There's there's a kind of like hum. There's one song off their latest album that followed a long uh, hiatus. Mm-hmm. I have to pick the song off that album still. Okay, but um, yeah. yeah. All right, here's some more. Um, yeah, some more. Give me nineties. Oh yeah. That is perfect. I remember one time, I I don't know what song I had been listening to. I was currently listening to nothing. It was just a song in my head. I was probably like 11, 12 years old and in my house. And I'm just kind of going around being like, you know, doing like that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I'm like, I come into my room like fucking like I'm just loving life. And I don't know like how terrible things are going to be. And my neighbor who was like a woman maybe in her mid-30s, she was on the phone with my sister, who was in the next room. Like, it was just like... <laughs> so I come bounding into my room, like... And then I see her, like, on the phone, and she sees me, and I just, like, drop to the floor. So, like, she can't see me because I'm so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And then, I like, I hear... Maybe windows are open. I think windows are open. So I hear her talking to my sister like, like, oh, haha, your brother just came like dancing into the room. Point being, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that riff that you just played mm-hmm. uh, 25 minutes ago, <laughs> it sounds like a riff that a 12-year-old boy would just like write with his mouth like that. Absolutely. And, yeah. But it, mm, mwah, bravo. 
Yes. Like that's that's all I needed in that moment. Yes. Is very good. I love the little like do 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 part instead of just going do 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 Yeah. It's got the little do do do. We're pretty we're pretty good, Dante. Yeah. We're good at this podcast thing. Mm-hmm. They said uh nearing hour three. <laughs> well, no, finishing finishing hour three. Uh, at least I don't have to edit this shit. Yeah. Um All right, I got one more timestamp. Okay. What what's the time? I hope it's not the same one I got. Three fifteen. Sweet. Mine was three sixteen, so probably different. <laughs> so this is Something I don't like into something that I do like. hate that awkward drum fill but everything after it is hashtag so good <laughs> so good <laughs> um i i understand i bet you if you listen to that song or that album a few more times mm-hmm. you just start to accept it as like you know like when you truly love someone you don't like the the flaws aren't flaws they're just like that's mm-hmm. what makes them them mm-hmm. i truly feel that way about hum and like that weird <laughs> stuff that's like did they mean to do that yeah, or yeah, like yeah. <laughs> um it is a little weird it's like it's it stops and starts and it's like was that on the beat but yeah um, yeah but yeah man that guitar part with the, with like the sliding like up like i don't know if those are like octaves or just a single mm-hmm. note but it's like fuck it's great and I love how the whole thing slows down for a few bars or whatever, a few measures, and then picks back up. Because you expect it to stay there for a while, but right. it picks back up and goes back into the beginning of that riff. And oh. Here's a music question for you. Can you explain to me the, the difference between a bar and a measure? Nope. Sure what can. About a, what about a phrase? Nope. Okay. That makes me feel so much better. Because Those are I interchangeable, use... right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I use them all just like, well, I think the last time I said bar, so this time I'm going to say measure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Fast forward and had a little bit. This is uh, right about I think, four. I think a bar is shorter. Like if you say a couple bars of something, that's shorter. And is it like measure... four bars per measure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, look at us. Maybe what's, figuring things out. What's a tablespoon? <laughs> um, a littler one. Okay. Okay. So what's a ladle? A big one. A bird, right? A late it's a ladle is a bird. Uh-huh. No, it's an amphibian. It's a big bird. <laughs> um okay, we are off the rails. All right, so this is at 4.43. I I think I gave myself a little bit of runway here.
Do you think how they came up with that part, like they were playing the song and then Matt was like playing that that part and just kind of got distracted and was just like, he saw like a Robin that he liked or something like that. And I like that. Just kept going. And then he like kind of like pointed over to it for the lead guitarist and the lead guitarist just started going. So actually, if we had let um, that 120 minutes interview play to the end, they mm. actually say that's exactly how that part was written. <laughs> uh, you could have done your... Dante, that's bullshit. <laughs> Jesus, Matt! <laughs> Just a joke, man. Like, I appreciate that you take this journalist thing seriously, but like, you gotta know like how to pick your battles. <sighs> Scares me every time he pops out. It's like a like a ghoulie. I was gonna say you could have done your guy like looking around like just like sproink bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause again, I I'm sure there is some like musicality to what the lead is doing. Um like kind of during that like when that like outro part is like starting to dissolve and it's just like bam boom bam bam boom bam and it but it sounds cool. Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, there, that part, the 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 part you just played, the cool riff, mm-hmm. and then like that part, it sounds. And boys, Matt, if you're listening, and this is one of the few times I actually hope the someone from the band we're talking about is listening. Normally, mm-hmm. I don't want them to get anywhere near this, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think I I said anything uh, offensive to to Matt and the boys. I'm. I couched everything I said in this makes me love them more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're weird and I love it. They're <laughs> nerds and it's so good. Like I, I think I'm safe, but um, so this is also kind of one of those things that I, this is not a backhanded compliment. This is, I guess just a way of me trying to describe some of the choices and kind of their musical style, but they sound like, you went to go see a friend's band, like a, a local band, like a somewhat prominent band, a decent mm-hmm. following, and Hum is the band that like played right before them that you didn't know anything about, and they end up being like the kind of like best local smallish venue band you've seen. Sure. Like, and I, 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 I know what I mean by that, but I cannot explain it. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm like I know that makes sense to me. Uh-huh. Like they're they're the best local band that happens to get bigger than local. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I think I, I think I know what you mean, Dante. Oh, that was weird. I closed my eyes, and then I opened them, and I could see more of you. <laughs> <laughs> weird how that works. <laughs> eyes tend to be one of the key pieces to seeing. Yeah, don't listen to the mainstream media. Here we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, that 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 is uh, I hate. Oh, you know what we should talk about uh, regarding I hate it too is the lyrics. I I kind of like the lyric, not kind of. I do like the lyrics of the song, even though I don't totally mm-hmm. um, get it all. But um, I kind of took it as. I, I don't want to get the line wrong because it's such a 
this is going to shock you, a bizarrely written, <laughs> I hate it too, lyrics. So, while you send me tidal waves of love when you're alone, and I can't remember what you do, to find a way to turn the signal back to heaven sounding blue and bring me faithful back to you. I cannot say this with any level of certainty, mm -hmm. and I, I know I am applying a great deal of what my current situation romantically was when like, I kind of first discovered this album, but it, it sounds like maybe this, um, this girl... And he has said in interviews, most of his songs are about girls, so I'm not making assumptions or anything. Because there was some interview where the, the guy was like, oh, so like, what's this song about? And he's like, they're mostly about girls. <laughs> She's like, okay, cool. Um, that this girl is like maybe loving him or showing him that affection when convenient for her, like on her mm -hmm. terms. And, yeah. and he keeps getting like sucked back in even though he knows maybe he shouldn't like, Oh, mm. I fell for it again. That like this time it's like for real or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that, that's why I thought maybe this was the song that was giving you some emo vibes mm. just as far as like subject matter goes. Yeah. No, not I honestly, aside from the come down and see line, I never paid that close attention to what he was saying. Yeah. And re was really focused on the sound of it, of everything for some reason. I think, I guess that's, it bothered me. I guess that's the Dante way of listening to things is just kind of listening to the sound of it. Yeah, we kind of, you kind of embraced my, my method of just like, uh, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's all one yeah. big mess. Um. So did you did you have any thoughts on the chorus? And it says, and she don't hold me right. She's never going to get me there. Not tonight. Uh, I thought of pervy things to say. Oh, like what? Um, say them all. <laughs> them all. <laughs> you fucking got me so good. I know. I know. I'm fucking toast. <laughs> I might never recover. Butter me up. I'm toast. Ooh, save me your crust, because <laughs> you're toast? Uh, I had a, whatever, I'm not going to... This song was... was it's, it's good. I'll say that. Okay. I'll okay. That. Closing thoughts, sir. Closing thoughts on Hum. Closing thoughts. I like Hum more now than I did before listening to this. I, I understand why people like them. I will probably listen to the newer album and see where it goes from there. Because I did like that song a lot. And the vocal mix was a lot better. And they actually put reverb on it. Which <laughs> is good. Should we be doing that for the pod? No. We don't need to put reverb on our vocals. On our vocals. On our voices. I do compressor and... Uh, How's this? I don't know. D does it sound any different? No. Ah, I turned the reverb up. Well, I'm hearing you through Zoom. I'm not hearing you. Okay, switch over to the garage band. <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
So when you send it to me to edit, then you should actually show. Okay, so what does it sound like now? The whole thing. No, is it? Mm-hmm. If I just turned up the the little knob for just this part, it's going to be the whole thing. Yep. Yep. So really, it. Oh, that's stupid. Okay, it's down. It's down. It's gone. Okay. So yeah, I. I get it now, to a certain degree, but. I don't know how much I'll actually listen to them. With all that said, I will give them, we'll go 3.5. 3.5. Respectable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two people have reacted to my story on Instagram. Ooh. If you ever wanted to know what it's like to uh, be Instagram famous... <laughs> it's probably a lot different than the five songs or less. Yeah, that is. Account. Yeah, I'm. I'm fucking riding high, knowing that uh, I'm getting all these likes. All you need to do, dude, is just start posting about teenage girls. Just make sure you're you're followed by your mom and your dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Danny. First of all, Danny, uh, I would I say you you always make these episodes like it's like a movie. Like they say, like the real, like it comes together in the edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that is true for our pod as well. Um, I always walk away going, ugh, what was that? And not since the earliest days um, has the final product also <laughs> made me say that. So, I, but I, I will say it really felt like we had to get through this episode together. A bit, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do wonder if some of the the fire is like we didn't have enough of a refractory period after we did um, our episode yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Potentially, I, I wonder if that's part of it. Also, a lot of kid uh, distractions as well. Yeah, your kids days. were real. Yeah, for whatever reason, yesterday it didn't seem as like disruptive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You were just a lot quicker to violence today, and I think that maybe <laughs> brought the mood down. Uh huh. But, I mean, hey, we, we live and learn. We'll take notes. There's and ketchup then... everywhere. Oh, I didn't get ketchup for my fries. Fucking one day I have just ketchup on my face. <laughs> the next day, just fries. What is wrong with me? She just left the ketchup on your face. <sighs> what is that like? Fucking, this is like from like when you're eight years old. What What did, like, what did he eat for breakfast? Uh, ketchup. Rubber buns and liquor. Oh, what did he eat for lunch? Ketchup, rubber buns, and liquor. What did he do when he saw the pretty girl? Ketchup, rubber buns, and liquor. Was that ever, did did that one get to you as a kid? That's offensive, Dante. Danny is just bursting out of his corduroys. (laughs) Don't wear corduroys. This you want for corduroys, and you know it. <laughs> they're they're corduroy shorts, courts as they're called. Courts, fucking, can we get? Let's get a uh, court sponsorship. Should I give you a band for next time, Danny? Please do. All right, let me do a quick scroll through. I have to whiz so bad. Okay. Um accidentally opening so many apps on this new phone oh you are not gonna like them though you don't know that 
I don't. Oh, wow. I still have a... Oh, this might be fun, actually. You're not going to like this either. But I already have the playlist done, so that's nice. Hmm. Is this too soon before or after our new metal episode? Oh, my God. Uh, the, the new metal episode won't be out yet. When will it be out? I don't know. Do we know? Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, for this episode... So, like, do we know for a fact the band I'm about to give you, that episode will air before... Air? It'll be released <laughs> before the new metal ep? Yeah, probably. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Spine it's shank. just going to be... Spine shank. It is not Spine Shank. It's a band I don't even know. Oh, they they came up once during the new metal episode. Spoiler alert! Um, in reference to another band that hailed from the same origins. I don't know if I'm saying any of this correctly. <clears throat> because Danny, the next time I punish you with a band, uh huh, I'm going to give you late nineties, early aughts. Armenian rockers, system of a down. I didn't know they were Armenian. Mm. I thought you were going to give me that other band. (laughs) The Apex Apex Theory? theory. Well, no, I was, I believe I mentioned system of a down while Apex Theory was, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, No, I, eighth eighth grade Dante went through a big system of a down phase. Mm -hmm. And you're back into that phase, uh, Actually, no, shit. Okay. Surprised you're giving me this band uh, since you don't like them anymore because they, they kicked out their drummer or something? Uh, I This is news to me. Now you just learned me something. No. Um, also, why would I care about that? I don't know. Their drummer is like a right-wing piece of shit. Asshole? Yeah. Oh. Well, they kicked him out, so great. Okay. He did a... Just recently did a cover somehow. I didn't watch it. A, a version of a System of a Down song with guns. Jesus. In but, support so wait, of guns, gun rights. I'm a, oh, my God. It's so funny to talk about, like, rights uh, in that sense that, like, don't have to do with humans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, but it's my right. I'm big. In, I don't think that's how Armenians sound. <laughs> oh, here goes Danny with his Armenian impression. Hey, damn my guns. Shoot, shoot, bang, bang. Armenia forever. <laughs> Dante, I am. I'm f- kind of frightened. Fucked. And it'll be fine. It's just fucking hard rock, man. It's fine. Yeah. We we can share stories about like eighth grade or whatever. Yeah. Well, I was going to say they weren't a thing, but I'm pretty sure they were when I was in eighth grade. So Um, I quite a while. Their first album, I want to say was 98. So maybe not. Mm, I think because they played at the cattle club, which was before 98. Well, people are allowed to play shows before their first album comes out. No, I don't think so, Dante. I don't think Wrong! so. Wrong! 
Um, well, let me double check. No, it's 98, you fucker. Are we going to be able to release this? Is this like, is anything in this episode usable? We'll see. We'll see. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. To Thank you. This wonderful, amazing episode of Five Songs or Less. Follow our social media if you want. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. So this McFlurry spoon, there's like it's hollow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because it could double as a straw. <laughs> Not the case. To... No, no, yeah. So why, why this? Because they put that that piece on the blender or whatever, and that's what like blends up your fucking McFlurry. Whoa. I think. Do you work at a McDonald's? How do you do no, that from home? No, but I saw him do it one time. No, you didn't. That's wild. So it just yeah, spins it just around. Like spins around or whatever. It's very cool. Well, but I've had no less than four girlfriends who worked at McDonald's that said they couldn't come uh, over that night because they cut their hand off in the McFlurry blender. But <laughs> now I'm starting to think it was all a lie. And also, the next time I saw them, they said they were able to get immediate and flawless hand reattachment (laughs) surgery. Not even a scar. You okay over there, Dante? Be right back. I'm going to go get another McFlurry. (laughs) I want to watch him do it this time. Show me!